Turning your Bible to Jonah chapter 1 again, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set you up for next week. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set you up for next week. And uh, so you have to come back and, and see what happens, because I got into this, and I thought, man, there's, there's a lot here. And, and I, the reason why we started this I Am Jonah, because this identifies with us. I want you to identify with Jonah. I want you to see where he was at and how he got there. And realizing that last week when we talked about the fear that he had of either fear of what God was going to do through them or the fear that he didn't agree with God's plan or he didn't know what was happening or the fear of the Ninevites or whatever it is, we all live with fear. And this is what fear does. Fear will turn you in the wrong direction. God said, I want you to go to Nineveh. And he ended up saying, I'm going to find a boat and get out of here. That's what I'm going to do. It, it, it puts you, it turns your direction off of God. When God said, I will never leave you, I'll take care of you. If I guide you, if I bring you there, I'll take care of you when you get there. Fear, fear will turn you in the wrong direction. Fear will get you on the wrong track. He's on a boat with a bunch of people that don't know God in the opposite direction. Hey, you know what we do? Look, we look for that way of escape. And you don't jump on a boat. No, we do it other ways. We either find that escape in a bottle or a relationship or whatever it is. And you even heard stories about that. You know what? I know what God has for me, but I don't agree. And I'm going to go this way. You start running from God. That's what he did. He went to the bottom of that ship. And you know what he did? He fell asleep. And he said, wow, that sounds pretty good. Being alive in the middle of all this and he's able to get around. I I told you guys, you you might enjoy sin for a season, but that is all it is. It is for a season. You might say, man, I, I'm living it up and I've got the party life and I'm doing this and I'm that. It will not last. It won't last. He got in the bottom of that ship. He fell asleep. And when they woke him up, they woke him up and said, dude, we're going to die. We are going to die. And you lay sleeping. You know what? He didn't admit nothing. They had to cast lots to even see if he was the guy. And then we ended last week with uh, when you run in fear, it will trap you. You get to the point where you can run and run so far and all of a sudden you're trapped up in your lies, you're trapped up in your problems, you're trapped up in an addiction, you're trapped up in a relationship. Then today I want to get into this. Jonah chapter 1 verse 15, let's finish this passage and we'll start in chapter 2. So they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea. And the sea ceased from her raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord and made vows. Listen to this. And the Lord, the Lord did this, prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days, three nights. Let's pray. Lord, I know that we have filled this service full of rejoicing. Lord, victory. Changed lives. A new direction. Second chances. Lord, that, that old man being crucified and being raised to walk in newness of life is what we're doing. But Lord, I know, I know this for a fact. Lord, as they are on the screen and they walk down into that water, there's people sitting in the audience that is more like Jonah than they are about the people we've heard about today. And Lord, help us to understand this passage today of understanding and recognizing how many of us fall in the same spot as Jonah. We pray this in your name. Amen. Last week... I am afraid. This week, I am stuck. I am stuck. If you were to ask Jonah, he'd tell you, I'll tell you what, I'm not getting out of this one. (laughs) Three days in the belly of the whale, 
Three days, night and day, I am, I am here. And you, you can imagine, I, I don't know what Jonah did to try to get out of that situation. If he tried to make the, the whale sick, I, I don't know if he tried to tickle. I, I don't know what he did. But I can tell you this, nothing worked to get him out of the spot that he was in. Before this happened, I guarantee you, Jonah was prepared to die. He was prepared to die. You say, how do you know this? The, 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 the storm was so intense that it was going to break the ship. If the storm was so intense that it was going to break the ship and they're in the middle of nowhere, what do you think it was going to do to that little dude? Again, being cast out, if you've ever tried to swim in, uh, in rocky waters and you say, well, wait a minute, Pastor Tony. The Bible says that the sea ceased when he pulled in there. I don't know where in that timeline it ceased, but I can tell you this. Look at Jonah chapter 2 verse 3. Listen, listen to this. For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods come past me about. All thy billows and thy waves pass over me. You know what he's doing? He was swimming. He was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Any minute, I'm going to die. I am not swimming the shore. I am not getting out of this. This boat is long gone. There's nobody around. I am stuck. And Jonah describes like what it means to be stuck. I, w- I want you guys to get this. I want you to get because you're, you're going to hear me read these passages and then I'm going to cut it off. You're going to be like, wait, wait a minute. There's more to this verse. I know I'm going to go back to those next week. All right, we're going to go back to those next week. Jonah chapter 2 verse 1. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the belly, out of the fish's belly. He said, I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me. Of the belly of hell I cried, and thou heardest my voice. Let me describe you guys that are stuck. And, and maybe you're about to get there because you're, you're on that boat, okay? Or maybe God's speaking, you're turning in that direction. Or maybe you're swimming out in that shore, or maybe you're in the belly of the whale. And I'll explain what that looks like to us here in a minute. But let me tell you, the first thing he describes is if he was to tell you what it's like to be stuck, he would say, guys, I was miserable. I am miserable. He said, I cried by reason of my affliction. That affliction means this, anguish, distress, tribulation, trouble. Have you ever been there? Have you ever worked and worked and gotten got into the point where you're just saying, honey, we're not getting out of this one. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's no more money. I, I, I've covered up my lie. I've got myself in this situation. I got fired from my job. I am stuck he felt that it could not get any worse. Now I said, he didn't just say out of the belly, I cried. He said out of the belly of hell, I cried. And I know that this word is misused in our nation a lot. Uh, this terminology and things like this. But this was a place of torture. This is what he was saying. He said, I'm at the point of death. I- I'm at the point of being miserable. I'm at the point of literally saying that this is the end of my life. It's over. Lord, I've made a mess. I've taken it too far. Lord, I, I should have on the boat said, you know what, I have, I've done wrong. Can I point out something just so you guys see this in the middle of this? Do you know what we have not read one time in chapter one? Jonah praying. Jo- Jonah never once, when he was running, when the storm came, when they pulled him up, when he was on top, he didn't say, guys, I worship the God of Israel. I worship the God that created all this. Let us pray right now. Let us get our hearts right. Let's do this. Nope. You know what his thing was? Guys, I've gone too far. You know, the only thing that I can do is embrace my misery and be thrown overboard, prepared to die. I I don't know about you guys, but I know sometimes we make a mess of our lives. 
You do. I, you can sit there and like squirm and act like you don't, but I tell you, we all do. And I tell you, it's a place that there is no peace, and we talked about those. We, may, we, we step into an addiction, and you get stuck. You run from God, you get out of church, and you get so far, and you get stuck. And a lot of times, we're so stuck that we feel like, I'll tell you what, I, if I pray to God right now, he's just going to turn his back on me saying, where have you been? You know, wh- what did you do? You got yourself in that predicament. It affects you. You can't sleep. It, it ruins your mind. It runs through your mind. It, it, it messes with your stomach and your, your health and stress and all these other things. And you think, what am I going to do? Consumes you. Look at verse 3. Thou hast cast me into the deep. He wasn't even blaming the fishermen anymore. He said, Lord, I see it now. Lord, I am, I, I did this. In the midst of the seas and the floods come pass about me. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. He was miserable. But I tell you, right now, he's overwhelmed. He, he said, Lord, I'm drowning. In all of my strength, I can't get out. Now you identify with this. Lord, in all of my strength, when I am swimming, and I've done this before, I've been uh, on Lake Michigan before swimming. I've been in different parts. It's a lot different than swimming in your swimming pool, if any of you have ever been out, something like that. When those winds are coming over, it just beats you up. And you're swimming, you're thinking, man, I'm making all sorts of progress. All you do, you, you, you swam for 10 minutes and gone five feet in water like that. And he's literally saying, the harder I work, the more energy I put into this. Lord, the more focused I am, the more I'm getting nowhere. He described it. He said, the, the waves are compassing about me. He, he said, he's sinking fast. And this is him describing he's out of the boat. He's trying to keep his head above water. But notice verse 5. The waters can pass about me. He's in the water. Even to the soul. The depth closed round about me. The weeds are wrapped around my head. I'm going down and I am going down quickly. Lord, this is out of control. Notice how he felt. Verse 4. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight. He, the next thing we see is he felt alone. In his heart, I am alone. I'm cast into the middle of the sea. Have you ever prayed and you felt like God's not hearing your prayer? Have you ever prayed? Have you ever been so stuck? You sit there with your wife and say, you know what the honest truth is? We got away from God. I rebelled. I got out of church. I ran from God. I got into this sin. I, I, I did this. I committed this, whatever it is. And you're thinking, man, Lord, do you hear me? I'm sorry, God. And nothing happens. There's no changes. There's no results. There's nothing going on in that. And you have in your heart, you know what? God just doesn't care anymore. Well, it's really quiet in here, but I tell you what, nobody's going to sit there and say, I ever got to the point where I thought God has turned his back on me. I tell you what, as your pastor, I'm going to tell you, I've prayed prayers where I thought that God was not listening. I have. I've messed up and I thought, you know what, God's going to let me go through this because he knows that I need to learn a lesson from this. So come what may. Here's the thing. He's over here praying, and I know you guys are reading the rest of the verses, and I'm skipping around in there. He's over here saying, Lord, I know you're turning your back on me. And God's over here tapping on the biggest whale he could find. And he said, you know how I've been fattening you up all this time? It's time, okay? I've got a snack ready for you, okay? You need to get over to the other side, and I'm going to take care of this. The Bible says that God prepared a whale. God has a way of escape. If that whale had a tattoo, it'd be called grace on the side of it, okay? He had a grace tattoo. God was sending grace his way to say, I'm going to get you out of your mess. God doesn't always get you out of your mess the way you wish he would get you out of your mess. (laughs) 
It is a three days and three nights in the belly of the whale. I'm like, God, pray. Lord, I pray right now. Get me out. And you're just like, wait a minute. Lord, it's not happening. You run out to the mailbox. Honey, there's no $1,000 check in there. You know, Lord, I didn't get a job today. I didn't, all these things from being stuck. And you want right now, right now. And God says, no, you didn't get in this mess overnight. You're not getting out of it overnight. And when it doesn't happen on your timing, you know what you do? God's not listening to me and God doesn't care. And we're having a little pity party. Because God wants you to understand, you know what? My ways are better than your ways. And you need to get to the point where when you were on that ship, that's when you should have been crying out to me, not in the belly when you've hit bottom. Why is it that we wait to hit bottom before we cry out to God? How silly of us. And we're thinking, we look back on our lives and think, man, alive. You mean, Lord, I could have skipped all this, all that anguish and sleepless nights and not feel, and feeling sick to my stomach and everything else. Lord, I could have skipped this. I want, I want this to hit home with you because I want you to see he wasn't just having a bad day. He wasn't just frustrated. See, this is a mom struggling with her kids because she's facing issues that she cannot fix. This is a mom going to bed at night, being, feeling anguish in her heart and thinking, I'm going to lose that child to that friend or that boy or that girl. That, that you don't just wake up the next morning, have a cup of coffee and go, oh, I'm over that. No, it doesn't. It sticks with you. This is that relationship that you think that you've gotten into deep and you don't know how to do it. And, and I'm telling you, I, I, I've counseled with people that have said, if I break out with that person, they've told me they're going to take their life. You are stuck. Lord, I don't know how I'm going to get in uh, out of this. Husbands that have been so strapped financially and then you lose your job. Then you have to tell your wife that you've been upside down in every aspect of your finances. Teens that have hid sin in their life to where it becomes an addiction and they don't know how to get out of it. And if I tell my mom and dad they're going to hate me, and if I keep going this direction, I'm going to die. I don't know what to do. Now, that's the kind of junk that we bring into our life that will, that will get us to the core. Where you're thinking, I don't know what to do. Jonah was shook to the core. Listen, listen to this, verse 5. The waters can pass me about even to the soul. The inward part. This, this is where you have that darkness or that dark feeling feeling over you that you just don't wake up and have a better day. It doesn't just walk out of you. It doesn't just get better overnight. Day one, day two, day three, Lord, I'm in hell. Lord, I'm in, I'm in the belly of this beast. Lord, I, I am stuck. Listen to the rest of verse five. The depths close round about me. Have you ever felt that way? You know what I'm talking about? Lord, Lord it's coming in. Lord, I, I can't snag this feeling. The weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountain. Literally, Lord, I cannot get any lower. Lord, I cannot get any worse. The earth with her bars was about me forever. And and I looked that up and everybody has different opinions. But he was just describing saying, I'm caught as a prisoner to death. That's what he's saying. I'm not getting out of this. And and you say, well, he knew that God would deliver him. At some point, you just say, I don't even think God's going to show up this time. Because he said, I'm caught in this thing forever. This is it. He was miserable. He was overwhelmed. He felt alone. Verse 7, he was defeated. When my soul fainted within me. Have you ever got to the point where you quit fighting? You quit praying? You quit crying out? You quit struggling? Whatever. And you just say, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. 
I, I, your, your wife says, come on, honey, we, we can get through this. Hey, hey, it's going to be okay. Your friends come up to you as a fellow teenager, fellow single person, and just say, hey, you're going to get through this. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I don't care to go to the altar anymore. I don't care to pray. It, it, I, I'm inwardly dead. I'm inwardly tired of fighting. I'm inwardly just frustrated with life. But I, I want to I close with this. God is a God of second chances. God can find you at the bottom of the ocean. God can find you in the back of that bar. God can find you when you're in a pit of finances. God knows how to step in your life. You know why we take the time to do services like this? Where we're willing to put together the videos and the testimonies and child and teens and adults and everything like that. Because we need you to know that God will do the same thing for you as he did for them. We've got stories like Jonah because you need to understand when you've messed up and you get stuck that only God is the one that can get you unstuck. Only God. And when he got to that point where he started realizing, you know what, God? If it takes my life, it's here. If, if, when, no matter what, Lord, I'm done with me. I'm done with trying. I'm done with that. And then God says, all right, I'll get you out of this. And God steps in. And God does miracles and God does changes and God does all this and God had a plan. Can I just close with verse one? You say, verse one, yeah, because I'm going to set you up for next week. Because we're going to go right back through the same passage. I'm going to give you everything I skipped. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord out of the fish's belly. And I tell you, his prayer was one of the most incredible prayers that you read in the Bible. It was life-changing and the thing is, when he sat there and thought, Lord, you, Lord, I'm dead. I'm gone. Lord, there's no chance. Lord, I'm not getting out of this. The Bible just says something happened in that whale. And he said, and the Lord heard my cry. 